Welcome to Inspiration for Dignified Leaders podcast, a podcast created to build Christ an army of leaders with sound mind, purpose, dignity, and great achievement in life, career, family, and ministry. Sit back and stay blessed as you listen to Stephen Sam on this week's episode. Which is nothing but your mental song. So, if there's anything the witches and the wizards are taking advantage of in the life of many of us is our stronghold in the mind. What you have already built in your mind concerning you. What you have already built concerning What you have you have caged. You have established about yourself because of the environment, because of the condition, because of the opinions of people, because of the suggestions of people, because of the experiences of people. That has become a stronghold in the life of many of us as Christians that we need to repent of, that we need to be delivered of. But sadly, is the witches and the witch kind that we are praying against. And those ones, the weapon they are using is even in our own life. The weapon they are, the key they are pressing is even in your hand. You are the one holding the key, the button they are pressing to remove our lives. The strongholds we have built up. The strongholds. I told myself years ago when I studied the line of my dad, my family in my father's place only will you see anyone with one wife. My grandfather if at least I don't know I'm not a man of history but I don't know but I'm sure he has about three wives. Because when I studied those who bear so good, you know, they call it Idigi Kong, Idigi, Idigi. By the time I asked Idigi, one year, our Idigi Kong, I, I want to be in there are so our family, Idigo, another Idigi, my mommy will be away. I want to be in Kong, Idigi Kong, my mommy will be away. So, with my little knowledge, my grandfather has three wives. I don't know concubines, so but the ones I know in the family compound, I know they are three wives from the Digi Digi. My grandmother has four sons for him. The first one, he has about three wives. That is my daddy said that brother, he has about three wives, at least the one I know. I was used, I used to be proud of my father. The one that followed him, that one also has about three wives, at least. All of a sudden, I was always proud of my father. But one day, some years ago, I just had someone saying, ah, that boy is my son. Your son. Nimbawani, Bali, Ejele, 
said that was not enough. When he said he was tired of living in Lagos, that I want to return home, I still no Oduro. Okay, Only for him to go home, and in few years after, another story came up. Another child has come. We shall go and see Mama Misha. Everybody say, "Akoraa, Thank you, Star. Don't bother coming to Lagos. Yes, because our visit, we decided to live on our own. So I thought of it, oh my God. So go going on currency. Meji metani, meji metani. You don't have courage in meji. I said, God. Let it not be. So even before I got married, I settled it on my knees. And I made up my mind whether they like it or not. One is one. It can never be plus. It can never be multiplied. It can never even be divided, division. It just be one. I'll break it. In that family, no matter what, they are Christians. They go to church. But I said, my own Christian will be different. I can't allow it. It's a mentality. So your mentality is a backup to your prayers. When you have a wrong mentality, your prayers cannot be effective. And that is why you see many of us Christians repeating our prayers thousands of times and over places again. Because we are filled with the wrong mentality. David just said it. That's why I said it's not all about prayer. Effective prayer cannot be possible without right mentality be possible it can't be possible so there's a need for us as Christians to cultivate a repentant heart we need to repent change our wrong mentality our wrong beliefs like I said everyone is born to succeed but your success depends on your state of mind. Your success in life depends, begins with your state of mind. No one will ever confess, I am born to fail. No one wants to fail. I can do it. I can do it. Your mindset is very important. I can't do it. That statement becomes effective when you believe it. Paul says, we believe, so we speak. We believe, so we speak. So what you say must align with what you believe. 
if what you are saying does not align with the mentality you have, you are just making a noise. And that's what many people do, many Christians. We are used to faith convention, confession. I know, I believe it's possible. We shout it, we are motivated, but listen, deep in our heart, we believe something else. Deep in our heart is a wrong mentality that is saying that is saying keep short, oh. better keep short. Deep in our heart is somebody that has sown a seed in your heart and you forget it. In your family, it's not done. Nobody has ever done it. So until we break that voice in our heart that has become a stronghold before your own voice can be respected. There's a voice in our mind that has become a stronghold that after your prayers and confession of faith, it comes to you as a still small voice and reminds you. Forget it. Who are you? Like what they said concerning is it uh, Gideon? He said, I am from the Lord. Gideon even said it to the angel. When the angel said to him that blessed are that old man of valor, he looked at the angel and he said, Who do you say I am? Man of valor, what? Do you remember that? I am from the last family, the lowest family, the clan, and my family is even the least, and me myself, I'm nobody. So such greeting does not befit me. That is a voice that was that has become a strong goal in his mind. That even when God is addressing him as who he really is. There's so good in his mind. Voice out. Forget. That is why he could tell God and be playing game. God, if you are the one, do like this. If you are the one, do like this. If you are the one, do like this. So that he can break up the stronghold. Like I said, repentance is changing from your wrong mindset and attitude to the right one. It, is, it also means changing from our wrong thinking. Our wrong thinking. Changing from our wrong thinking, values, and beliefs, which are completely different and contrary to the principles of God. That's what repentance is. That's repentance. Change from your wrong belief that is contrarily, completely different from God's principles for us. There's a principle, there's a culture that God has introduced to us by His Word. So, as long as your thoughts, your beliefs, and your values are different from the principles of God, you need to repent from it. 
You need to change. That is what Jesus came to say. Repent for the kingdom of God, the culture of God, the word, the principles of God is at hand. He comes to introduce it. And that is what Paul has learned by saying, I can do all things. The second thing you need to do to possess the spirit of I can is have a renewed mind. Have a renewed mind. David said it earlier on, Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2. This Paul says that, Beloved, I wish above, he said, Beloved, I beseech you by the mercies of God that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, which is holy and acceptable to God. So I can prove what is the pleasing and acceptable and perfect will of God. And he went on to say that be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can be conformed. Be ye transformed. Be not conformed to the standard of this world. Be not conformed to the standards of this world. Be not conformed to the standard, the cultures, the beliefs, the values of this world. But be ye transformed. Be ye transformed in your mind by the renewing of your mind. Be ye transformed. So there's a need for us to have a renewed mind. There's a need for you to put off the old mind. So you don't just repent. There's a need to put it away. Cast it away. Jesus says you don't put a new wine into an old wine skin. You don't put a new wine into an old wine skin, which many of us are still doing. What he came to correct us, we are still doing it. We're trying to put a new fresh wine in an old wine skin. He said, if you do that, you're going to lose the bottle and lose the wine. So there's a need for you to pull off that mindset. Take it off. Burn it by fire. It's a filthy garment that needs to be changed. Let's put on a new one. Remember what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 to 10, like what the man of God quoted on Thursday, that the mind the, the eyes have not seen it, the ears have not heard it, neither has it come to the minds of men what God has for his people that love him. But he went on to say, But God has revealed it by his spirit. To us who has the mind of Christ. To us. So there's a need for you to put on the mind of Christ. There's a need for us to renew our mind with the word of God. What does God say concerning you? Fill your mind with it. 
let this mind be in you. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. He said, let this mind, this belief be in you as it is also in Christ. The mind that I can. The mind that says with God all things are possible unto them that believe in God. It's a mindset that we need to put on newly as a garment. It's a garment that we need to put on. So, don't just put off the old garment and remain naked and exposed. It's one thing for you to say, okay, I've really changed. I will no longer believe what anybody says. And that ends it there. You know, Jesus warns us. He said, when a demon leaves a body that the demon goes around looking for another vessel and if he does not see anybody vessel to possess he comes back to the former one to see whether it is still empty and available so that you have let go the whole belief is not enough you need to fill in your mind because our mind is like a vineyard. The reason the devil sowed tears, the Bible says, when men slept, the enemy came and sowed tears. It's because he finds space. He finds space. That's why he could sow tears when men sleep. If he has not find space, empty space, in that vineyard, he wouldn't be able to sow anything. So, it's not enough to let go. You need to renew your mind by filling it up. Because when you let go and refuse to fill it, your mind remains empty and naked, which is dangerous to your healthy living. So the Bible encourages us, fill it up. Let what God says be occupied in your mind. Fill up your mind. Paul also reminds us in Philippians 4 8. He said, Think on these things. Think on these things. Things that are godly, righteous good value of noble things that are good so let your beliefs be made good someone came and asked me said I think negatively how can I change my thinking I said start thinking good anybody you think negative about start thinking good about that person Start saying good things about that person and think good. So start thinking good. Start thinking good about life. Start thinking good about everything. That way you keep filling your mind with good things. Start thinking on the word of God. That is why the Bible says in Joshua 1 that we should meditate on this day and night. Think on the word of God day and night. Think on good things. Think on how good you are. Think of the goodness and the greatness of God in you. I can 
do all things. Think on it. I said I would share with us the story of Edmund Hillary. I know some of us know Edmund Hillary, the one that climbed the highest mountain some years ago. He used to be a mountain climber. But one day, he said to himself, I will climb this mountain Everest. I will climb it. He said, I have climbed the lower, the lower ones. So he fought ahead. And uh, truly, when he made the attempt, the first time he did, he failed. He came back. God saved him. David talked about teammates. He nearly died, if not because of one of the teammates he had with him that helped him. So he came back. And later he said, This mountain, I will climb you. Whether you like it or not, I will climb you and stand and see the whole world. And he made another attempt. And lo and behold, he climbed it and he saw the whole world. He renewed his mind. He believed in the word of God that says he can. So it's time also we fill our mind with God's word and renew our mind with the word of God. Lastly, I want to jump. I want to go with what David says. Just jump one or two things. But to have a spirit of I can, you need faith. Like what David says, you need faith. Believe in God and believe in yourself. Believe in God. That is a God factor of it. Believe in God and have confidence in God and in his capacity within you. You will learn that from this comment of Paul. He said, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So there is the God factor in you which you have to have faith in him. Have faith in God. Have faith in yourself. I can. I can. Edmund Hillary said, I can. And he does. Also be determined. Determination is an attitude. Have the attitude to succeed and accomplish your dreams in spite of any setbacks. Have the attitude to complete and accomplish your dreams. It's an attitude. Determination is an attitude. It's an attitude. Lastly, like I said, because of time, David made mention of it, so I want to expand it again. Take persistent action. Take persistent action. That's one thing I learned about Edmund Hillary. That's one thing Jesus taught us about the woman in Luke chapter 18. Persistent action. I will not give up until I succeed. 
persistent action. Don't give up at what you are doing. Even when you fail. That's where many of us miss it. Don't give up at what you are doing or at your dreams and pursuits even when you fail. Every successful achievers are one-time failures. They all fail at a time. The man that invented Bob that we celebrated today, we were told he failed 99 times at invention. He failed to the extent that he lost his laboratory. He failed to the extent that he lost his finances. He became bankrupt. That is the level at which he failed. He failed to the level he became bankrupt. It was Henry Ford and one other people that supported him back. Because he refused to give up. So when they were asking him, he said, I've only learned 99 times in which this book cannot be done. He said, I've not failed. I'm not a failure. I've only learned 99 ways in which this thing cannot. So it's another thought or teaching of success. 99 ways in which you cannot make it. 99 ways. I've only learned it. He said, I'm not a failure. That failure is just an event, an experiment to teach me my mistakes, my weaknesses, and lack. That's what failure does. Many of us, we celebrate failure as something that's is ordained for us from heaven. So we sit at that and we refuse to do anything. No. Failure is just an event and an experiment that comes to reveal to you your mistakes, your incapacity, your lacks. So failure is just a way for you to sit back and rethink. That is what Edmund did. When he failed one, he sat down and he looked at him. Why did I fail? Why couldn't I climb this mountain to the top? Why? What are the things that I need to get that I did not take with me? What are the precautions I need to do that I failed to do? So he learned it in the course of his failure and gathered himself and then he went on. There's another woman who is a good athlete in swimming? She's she 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 swims, she she swam and then she won. And one day she said, I will swim the world. I will swim across the world. Of course, you know there are, there are certain oceans that is allowed to swim. When when he went, when she embarked on it, she got to a level in the ocean and she became frozen. She was frozen to death. So when the people saw her, that if we allow this woman to continue, she will die. So they had to tell her and carry her to the ship and took her back. But hear me, this woman said, no, I will go back again. 
two years after, she gathered herself. She learned a mistake in the course of her first failure. And she went back. And hear me, today she celebrated as the woman, the first woman that swam the world. So what do I mean? Failure is only an event and an experiment to reveal your mistakes, weaknesses, and lack. Failure is not a termination of your pursuits. That is one thing with the person, with the spirit of Akan. Failure is not a termination. It's just an event. It's just an experiment that makes you to know I need this. So all you need to sit back, replan, relearn, restrategize, regather yourself, and go back again. Go back again. Take a persistent action. Don't give up even when you fail. Don't give up. Don't give up. That's one thing successful people don't do. Even when they fail, they don't give up. You know, Yoga will say, I go to failure. Hello. Hi, Abby. I go to failure. So even when you sit back, that doesn't mean you're giving up. You're gathering your momentum. And I believe that in this season of elevation, you will not be let down. I said you will not be let down. The God of elevation that we serve will give you all that you need for your lifting in the name of Jesus. When others are celebrating lifting, yours shall be the celebration one in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's just welcome our daddy. Thank you for listening to Stephen Sam on this week's episode. I believe you are blessed. Kindly leave us a review wherever you are listening to us. For more inquiry, prayers, counseling, and invitation, kindly contact Stephen Sam on 00 55846440 and 0706956330. Thank you and God bless you.